to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. Ew. <laughs> Tim, I haven't spoken to you since, I think, a minute ago. About a, yeah, about about 30 seconds ago. For the, for the rest of you, it's been like a week, but yeah, it's been true. about 30 seconds since we since we talked about Ghost Dimension and Sicario. Yes. That, that seemed like just like, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, we're back to do a shitload more movies. And yes, Tim has seen more than I have. <laughs> I've seen this time. I've seen a lot more than you have. You have. You have. What are we going to yeah. talk about, Timmy? Well, we today we are going to talk about three movies in detail. Uh, we're going to be talking about goose goosebumps. No, say it right. Come on, <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. I'm wearing I'm wearing my goosebumps T-shirt right now. I got I got a free goosebumps shirt from Regal. Are uh, you? Do you have goosebumps while you're wearing goosebumps? No, but I, I got goosebumps when I got it because it's such a nice shirt. It's black. It just has. It's real simple. Just a black, like jersey type shirt with green sleeves, black shirt with just. It just says the Goosebumps logo across the chest. It's awesome. That's yeah, cool. It's really cool. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Goosebumps, Steve Jobs, and Bridge of Spies. 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 Uh. And I saw. Some movies, and so did Chris, and so we're going to be talking about Gem and the Holograms a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Our Brand is Crisis, the movie Truth, and what's the one? Boy Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like it. I'll look it up later. I never remember the name of that one. I know. I, yeah. I, it's, I always want to say like Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, <laughs> Last Boy Scout. I don't know. But, so... Right. A lot of movies to get through. This is this is why we we broke this up into into two. Our our last week and this week's broken up into two. We could have done one long two and a half hour. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm already done now and it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided to spread the love and uh, hopefully we'll um, we got some good ones coming out like um, James Bond and a few yes. others. So you might if. If we if we can record it, you might get James Bond like just a couple days after this one. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, I mean these these movies, all these movies just came out and went quick because they're not really big blockbusters or anything. But yeah, not nothing. October, well, they're, they're, well, uh, October has been a good month for movies. There hasn't been many. I want to say classics. October is a good month for The Martian. <laughs> yeah. Oh every, damn! Yeah. Every week, that's number one. Whatever comes out. That beats it. <laughs> I do. I want to go back and see it. It's because I, I really like that movie a lot. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll eventually go back and see that. All right, we're gonna first one we're gonna do is, is Goosebumps. The Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Which Tim, you're younger than me. Did did you were, were you involved in reading these books or no? No, I think for me, I I remember them coming out. I think I may have just been. Just a tiny bit too old for okay. them. Okay, I'd have to I'd have to look up to see when they started making them. But I think I was just a tiny bit too old. There, there was that, and the town that we grew up in didn't have a bookstore. 
We had a we had a library. We but, had you know, a um, friendly bookstore. We had the well, yeah, the, that's a Christian bookstore. That's that's where and, I was uh, going to get my office supplies. <laughs> but um, the town we grew up in didn't have a bookstore. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah, we so. had a, we had a news we had the we had the we had a newsstand. We had news uh, was that the news agency. Yeah, yeah, downtown, and we had the the the, the newsstand at the QMAR, but we didn't have a bookstore. Yeah. There was when when we got up into the nineties, there was that there was that used bookstore, Das Bookhouse. I remember that, yeah. Well, over there near where the um, where the funny uh, bookstore is. With, no, no, no. Uh, oh no, I, that, you're, you're talking about the Lions. Oh, yeah, there's that one there. That one, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we we didn't have anything. There were there wasn't like a Barnes and Noble. We didn't have a Walden Books or anything in our town. So when it came to this sort of stuff, I I was a little behind on books a little bit. Well, I never, I knew about them, but I never, you know, one, I don't, I don't want to read, and, and two, I just wait for the movie, and I saw it. <laughs> I, I, while, while you're playing the trailer for this, I'm going to find out when Goosebumps started to see exactly okay. why I didn't read them. Here's the trailer of the Goosebumps. Brought to you by Hulu. Hulu. Smooth. So you're the new neighbor? Yeah, I'm Zach, by the way. I'm Hannah. Hannah, get away from the window now. I gotta go. Hi. Hey, we're just moving in. Good talk. He's a big teddy bear. Don't take it personally. He doesn't really like anyone. Yeah. Hannah's in trouble. She's locked in this house, and her dad's a psychopath. Does she have a friend? Whoa, abominable snowman of Pasadena. These are all Goosebumps manuscripts. Why are these books locked? Did you unlock a book? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'll put it back where it belongs. Look, here it is. I'll... No, don't open it! Nobody make a sound. Based on the worldwide phenomenon, Goosebumps. Abominable snowman just crawled out of a book. That doesn't just happen. Release every monster I've ever created. Run! I'm stuck. Go on without me. Save yourself. Okay, good luck. No, I didn't mean it. This year. The only way to stop them is to suck them back into the book. You've read them all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we know their weaknesses, go, go, go! We can capture them all. We're the only ones who can do this. Experience more monsters than you've ever imagined. Hurry this way! In one incredible adventure. Can't you drive any faster? Does someone else want to drive? Because I'll pull over right now! Goosebumps. Gnomes? Maybe they're friendly. Not friendly. Definitely not friendly. A goose of bumps, huh? Tim? Tim?
It's a bomb, sir. <laughs> where, where were you? I, I I sometimes will mute my microphone. Okay, I, was, during... I, thought, I thought our <laughs> Skype went on us, damn it. No, no, no. Uh, the first Goosebumps book came out in 1992, so I was 16. Oh, I just so I was a little too yeah. old. I, did, I, was... I, I remember my younger sister, Bethany, I remember her reading them. So uh, she probably has more of a history with the Goosebumps than I do. I, when I... I'm saying this is that after I saw this movie, I graduated ninety one, so I guess I didn't care about these books at all. I regret not being young and around the time when these were out on the shelves because this movie for me was so much fun. I I have to say, I saw it the first time. I saw I saw this movie twice. First time I saw it I was like, eh. second time I saw it, I was like, wow. This movie is really great. Yes. It, it, this yes. movie is a really fun movie. Really fun. Really. A lot of cool characters. A lot of cool creatures. There, that little twist of the girl is actually just something that he wrote. Yeah. And she's a ghost. Spoiler. And she was <laughs> cute. And he was funny. Jack Black was funny. The creatures were cool. And I, I had so much fun watching this. And once again, wait. Did I see? I, I did see this in 3D. Yeah. Oh fuck! I got a story. I saw this in in 3D at the Plymouth meeting, mm-hmm. and let's just say this: it cost me nothing to to get in, and when it was done, I got two free passes because the movie broke three times. Hey. <laughs> yes. It like it just stopped. Like this 3D, Tim. It's hard to explain. The 3D wasn't working right, and your eyes were all fucked up. It really wasn't. It was a, something yeah. happened, and it wasn't focusing on the 3Dness. And it just, it just looked weird. I saw that it was it was like that. I'm trying to remember. I saw I saw something recently where yeah they they didn't they didn't set the 3D up right. Or or I've seen a movie that wasn't supposed to be 3D. And they had the 3D on. Um, you could but see, yeah, it, it, it was all messed up. Through, you could almost could see through the people behind what was going on, but it killed your eyes. It broke three times. And mm. and once it broke, everyone in the theater was like, is anyone's eyes in here hurting? I said, yeah, my eyes are killing me. It's, it was just ridiculous. And then we went out and they were handing out free, free tickets. Sorry for what happened. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think I'll take I'll take two free passes since I got it for free. Why not? You know. Yeah, I mean you get it for free anyway, but you can always Shit. use those passes. Shit! And another story as we went down on Saturday. Me and Luke went down Saturday. I don't know, eleven, twelve o'clock. Took, I took my daughter and her friend to the mall. Dropped them off. Went there. Two for goosebumps. Sorry, sir, it's sold out. I'm like, Whoa. yeah. I was like, seriously, it's so. Yeah. They're like, I'm sorry, we don't let. Single middle-aged men, and yeah. you have to come up with a reason. There was there was two showings, and they both were sold out. Then it was the next one was like two hours later. I was like, oh well. So then I got tickets while I was there for Sunday at eleven thirty. Like I was shocked. I haven't I haven't seen a movie in so long that was sold out. Yeah, it's nobody goes to movies uh, anymore. I mean, I I generally don't go on weekend nights too much. I generally go for matinees or. Uh, you know, I generally don't just don't go at night to movies for the most part. So right. I, I most of the time when I go to the theaters, there's hardly anybody in them anyway. 
it was just weird that I went down a thing, and you know, who cares about Goosebumps? And there was two shows sold out. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. But anyway, besides that, the movie for me, I had so much fun, and my son had fun, and my daughter even, no, she was in the mall. <laughs> she didn't care. My son and I had a good time watching it, and it was yeah. the creatures and everything that was going on. I was like, ooh, what's that? And the stories must have been like cool for kids to read, I would think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, some of the stuff like like Slappy, the 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 um, the, the married. I remember. I, I remember yeah. working at at bookstore. You know, I worked at a Borders for several years, and I remember seeing the the, the goosebumps. And I always liked the the uh, the the covers. I always thought they they did a good job with the covers on them. And so a lot of the a lot of the things that I remember from seeing the covers of these books, I saw in the movie, like the. Like the the dummy and the the mummies and the the teenage werewolf and that kind of stuff, and there were a lot of really funny, uh, a lot of funny um, cameos in this movie. Um, Ken Marino, who I think is really funny, he was on I think not, not upright. He was on the state. He's been in a bunch of stuff recently. And, um, uh, he uh, Wet Hot American Summer. A lot of people would know him from. Uh, Jillian Bell, who was in Twenty Two Jump Street, or do you remember remember her in Twenty Two Jump yeah, Street? Yeah, yeah, do actually, yeah, 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 yeah. What I think is funny is she goes from being a uh, she goes from playing a character who's supposed to be in her early twenties last year to someone who's, I guess, in her late thirties, early forties in this one. Like she uh, plays, she plays like the aunt. Yeah, yeah, I. What's so weird is that I knew at the end of the movie when Jack Black's walking down the hall and says hello to this other guy who walks past him. Yeah, hello, I, Mr. Black. I never knew. I mean, I never saw this guy in my life, but I knew immediately that's R.L. Stein. Like yeah, I, because, did, I knew that was him. I don't know why. It was. It was one of those things. that's like he's like, "Hello, Mr. Stein." He's like, "Hello, Mr. Black." And it was. It was such a. It was such a. Uh, it was so kind of like a oh wait a minute like they kind of had to stick that in there but I think I I, I heard Jack Black was on the Nerdist and I think he said that R L Stein had a cameo in it if I remember oh maybe that's why I I, I knew it was him then but yeah I think I think he said that yeah 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 R L Stein's in the movie so I think that's it, it clicked like oh yeah he did say that he was in I liked I liked Jack Black some um voice for slappy too a lot I knew yeah I, I think that was pretty darn cool I I him. didn't I didn't real I didn't even think that was him until. It sounded just like him, just doing a little bit of an evil voice. For some reason, I just didn't, I didn't realize that was him until <laughs> later on the movie. I'm like, wait a minute, that's him. Yeah, I had fun. I had fun watching this movie, and I think if if your kids, not yours, Tim, if if your kids out there read these books, man, this is right up the alley. They're gonna just love this movie. Even even if they didn't read the book, I think if you yeah, have true. kids that are like between ten to fourteen. Um, bring him to see this movie. It, it'll probably be in the theaters for another couple weeks by the time you hear this. So bring him to see this movie. Uh, it'll be on DVD real soon. Also, it's I, I think it's a I think it's a, it's a fun movie. Even if you don't have kids, it's a fun movie. If you if you if you just like fun adventures, movies like Monster Squad and yeah, um, because it, it there is it is a little scary. It's it's not the scariest kids movie. The scariest kids movie I've ever seen. Um, in terms of like actual kids movies, that fucking Monster House animated movie. I remember you always said that in the house. Comes Holy to life. shit, that movie is fucking terrifying. Yeah. 
That movie, that movie will make you shit your pants. <laughs> Tim would know, right, Tim? Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I, I still haven't cleaned my pants. How many but, how many popcorns for Goosebumps? I know. I, I got to give this one three, three and a half. I'm going to oh, three and a half. I, got I liked it. I liked it a lot, and I enjoyed it. I think it's a, I think it's a really good movie. This is crazy. Like, we are agreeing on most of everything, but once again, I have it written down here. Three and three quarters. A little, bit, a little bit more popcorn eating than what you like, <laughs> but I really did have fun watching Goosebumps. Even fun though, movie. Even though I was pissed, I drove half an hour away, sold out. Next day, I drove back just just to go see it. It's like, but it was good. It was worth it. A goosebumpsa. Goosebumpsa. That's the Italian version of the goosebumps. We are going from a movie that we really did enjoy because it was fun to watch and it was constant going, 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 to a movie that was not. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. it um, it is called Steve Jobs. This is the 18th movie featuring Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. <laughs> it seems like it, huh? All right, where's it at? There it is. All right. Brought to you by... Steve Jobs. That'd be weird. By Apple. Oh, James Bond. Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs. <laughs> what do you do? You're not an engineer. You're not a designer. You can't put a hammer to a nail. I built the circuit board. The graphical interface was stolen. So how come, ten times in a day, I read Steve Jobs as a genius? What do you do? Musicians play their instruments. I play the orchestra. I hear you've been worse than usual this morning. I didn't think that was possible. It's a system error. Fix it. Fix it? Yeah. We're not a pit crew at Daytona. This can't be fixed in seconds. You didn't have seconds. You had three weeks. The universe was created in a third of that time. Well, someday you'll have to tell us how you did it. <laughs> I'm begging you to manage expectations out there. You see how this reminds you of a friendly face? It's warm and it's playful and inviting and it needs to say hello. If you keep alienating people for no reason, there's be no one left for it to say hello to. Your Apple stock was worth $441 million, while your daughter and her mother are on welfare. She's not my daughter! You must be able to see that she looks like you. You're issuing contradictory instructions. You're insubordinate. You make people miserable. Even if that were true, doesn't sound that diabolical to me. We've spoken to the fire marshal and the building manager. They're going to come in and tell everyone to leave. If a fire causes a stampede to the unmarked exits, it'll have been well worth it for those who survive. The board believes you're no longer necessary to this company. I sat in a garage and invented the future because artists lead and hacks ask for a show of hands. You're going to end me, are you? You're being ridiculous. I'm going to sit center court and watch you do it yourself. Make everything all right with Lisa. Fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome...
they typed out the word Steve Jobs. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I thought that was Tim typing away. <laughs> that, was, that was them telling you the title of the movie at the end of the trailer. Steve Jobs. Um, you saw this before I did. I, uh, I saw this a, a day or two after you. I did. I wanted to see it because I knew it's, it's probably going to be up for some kind of Oscar event. And I do like Fastbender a lot. And mine's this is this is going to be really like short and sweet. Is that I did like the movie. I did like it. I watched the whole thing. You know, it's all talk, which I knew was going to be all talk. I think I think you you sent an e, you sent a text saying it's all talk. I'm like, what the hell did you expect from a movie about a guy who made a computer? Right. I just maybe just didn't really care much of how he did it. It seemed like he was a dick, a jerk in real life. However, the part with him and his daughter, of course, and the relationship was really strong for me. And the ending, I did have tears. I'm, I'm saying that now. I did have an emotional reaction from the end of this movie. But it took a long time to, to get somewhere for me. Mm. Um. This movie I thought was engaging from beginning to end. There was never a moment I was bored. It the the dialogue, the the pace was just in the and the way that they set it up was extremely creative in basically telling this guy's entire professional story in terms of product releases. What was it? Three or four product releases? It was like yeah, the, it the, was. Right before the iPod was even thought of, am I right? It was. It was when they were putting out what the iMac back in like two ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the colored back and that sort of stuff. Um, I remember wanting one of those so bad. I remember thinking, I want one of those, and and I remember a lot of that stuff. Even though I, I've never, the only Apple product I've ever owned is. And I, 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 well, iPod, iPod, and and I have an iPhone. That's it. I've never had any other Apple products, Macintosh products, ever. But I remember all of those. Uh, not the first one. Not the. Not the. Not that. That original release. But I remember that second. That second release where he was the cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I re- I remember that when I was like I was like thirteen. When that came out, and I remember seeing the ads in Rolling Stone and in People Magazine, and and you know, in the you'd pick up the paper and on like parade on on Sundays, you'd see ads for that stuff, and I I remember all of that. I never remember the the, the products. Uh, I, I I knew people had the Apple II um, computers. I was that the Apple II was like that was a big freaking deal. I would, I would love, like, I was never a computer guy, and I'm still not, I'll be honest. Like, I didn't get my first computer until I think I got married and got out of the house and had my own place. I you, was, didn't get, you didn't get your computer until you moved into your current house. Yeah, I think you're right. And maybe, like, we've been here now 13 years. Maybe, yeah, I, I really didn't. And you st- I think you're still using the same damn computer. I, I think it's the second one, I think. No. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I would love to know, though, like, Matt. Like, Matt, this is right up his alley. Like, he loves Steve Jobs, I believe, and Apple products and whatnot. Yeah. I would love to see how someone who really, like, grew up with computers. He, I mean, he probably had all that shit. Like, to see what they... Is, fo- is Matt an Apple Is Matt an Apple guy? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking everything Apple. out there. 
is Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I know Matt's a tech guy, but I, I, I don't know if he's an Apple Apple guy. I and he may be. I, I, I mean, we've never really talked with him about it. Just because I, I, I thought he's a, a Steve Jobs fan, or, or maybe he, I don't know. He, he may be. I mean, he may be a fan of Steve Jobs. I mean, you could be a fan of Steve Jobs and still have an IBM. But true, <laughs> just for the innovation. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. I, I mean, I, Apple has has good products, so I guess I guess Matt probably is an Apple guy. I will say this though, you know, name a movie that um Kay Winslet like isn't bad in. Seriously, like she's always good no matter what what she's in. And I did like her a lot in this too. I, she was she was great, and again, she was one that I didn't know that that was her until right around the time the movie came out. I I kept thinking that. When I saw the trailer, I kept thinking, "Who is that actress?" I like, but I didn't think it was Kate Winslet. I was trying to, I was thinking it was some other actress, so I, I can't quite place who I was thinking of. But I remember thinking, "That's not not thinking it was Kate Winslet." Is that Halle Berry? <laughs> <laughs> is that Viola Davis? <laughs> uh, uh, Tim, go ahead, because I, I don't have much to say about this movie. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I I really like this movie. This this is. This the, honestly, I, I'm I'm giving this four because wow. I do feel that this is a movie that merits multiple viewings because there is so much. I going could never on watch this movie, movie again. I could not. Oh, I I disagree. I think I think if you I think if you were to a year from now, if it's on TV, it's on HBO, and you're flipping through and you stop and you start watching, I have a feeling you're going to get sucked. I think if, if I became paralyzed and couldn't move and I was thrown on a couch to watch this again, I would somehow get up and walk away. Chris's left foot. Turn the channel. <laughs> I oh goosebumps. I don't. Oh goosebumps on. I don't know. I just I I can, I respect yeah. the fans who liked it. I mean I, I do, but I just didn't. You said four, Tim. I, I I would give this four. I think I I thought I thought everybody in it was great. Fast Bender. Winslet, Seth Rogen. That scene, that scene with Seth Rogen, in the where he's like, where he there, there's the part where he's like, well, there, there's a part you see in the trailer, but then there's the part later on where he's arguing them, like he's in the back of the thing. Yeah, back the theater. Yeah, he's like, because I guess Seth Rogen had a lot to do with the Apple II, and he's like, just acknowledge the Apple II, just acknowledge the people that worked on it, and 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 Steve Jobs was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, it, and, it, and, he, and it was just like phew. must have been like a really cool time to be around them when they, when this was all going on. But uh, you know what? I think I think if I think if I worked under Steve Jobs, uh, I mean, he, he, like that, like the guy Andy Hertzfeld, the 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 guy that Michael 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 Stuberg is the actor, the guy who played Andy, the glasses yeah. guy. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was paying for Steve Jobs' daughter to go to college. Yeah. Um, to, to be that guy, oh, just it, it, it was probably the most difficult job in the world. Just have to get up in the morning and go into work, even though you know you're, you're making something fantastic. But to have to work for that fucking dickhead, Steve Jobs. Yeah. I mean, oh, every, my God. Everyone knew like. He, everyone knew he was a genius and just like made me like making shit. But he would say, "Here's an idea, now go fix it." Well, the thing that I thought was great about him is is that he would create a product that he knew that he absolutely knew was going to be a failure because he knew 
because he created an operating system that he knew that the other company would want. So he created this thing to fail just so that he could come back and demand to be CEO of Apple. And that's how he worked his way back to Apple is he created the cube with a new operating system that Apple needed. And that's how he got back to Apple. And then when he got back to Apple, that's when Apple had their, their second, you know, their second generation with the iMac and the iPod and iTunes and, you know, the iPhone. I think the iPhone is probably their biggest success uh, to date. Uh, the i you know those the uh, iTunes and the iPhone and Jesus I know I mean it's it's and but the whole point with his with his daughter and his and his his wife yeah. and whatnot, that that really he was a, a billionaire and they're on welfare and it's yeah. just like well and he you know and and the, he just kept being like I'm not going to support in and who knows who, who knows what was going on with the the the, the mother of his. Of his uh, child, I mean, right. she may she she probably was kind of a fuck up, but at the same time, it's like support just support your daughter, it's, right? Uh, but yeah, he kept saying no, 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 and um, but yeah, and also the the the, the lady who played the I, I like that I like her a lot, Catherine Waterstone. Um, she was in Inherent Vice, a movie I didn't like, but she's she's great in it. Um, so again, this is one of those movies where. It just just filled with just fantastic performances. Um, so I and I and I stand by. It. I, I give it. I give it four. I give well, it four. this might be the first time we disagree on some. I'm I'm giving it a friendly, kindly two. <laughs> two. Okay. I'm giving it two popcorns because you know, and and he's great. He, Fastbender is always good, and I think. I just didn't. It was just just it's a drug on a drug on a drug on, and that's that's that was it. I want to hit delete. <laughs> <laughs> Control Alt Delete reset. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Let's make this Steve Jobs uh, uh, d- die hard at Apple headquarters, please. Let's have something explode and someone saying yippee to a motherfucker. Please, that, that's all I want. You know. Speaking of motherfuckers, yeah, Bridge of Spies. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How does that I connect? I have no idea. <laughs> Tim, you saw this movie, I think, opening weekend? Or no? Um, no, I think... I. Uh, when did this come out? Hold on. I think I think I missed missed it by a weekend. Well, uh, this came this out, out um, October 16th. So, no, I saw, I, I saw this twice. I saw it on the 24th and I saw it on the 25th. So... I saw it a week after it came out. Well, for first, I mean, either I I missed the movie opening weekend, and I'm like, oh well, there's more movies coming out. I, I can't go back now. A bunch of a bunch of stuff did come out that weekend, so I I, I remember like yeah, Crimson Peak, Go- uh, Goosebumps came out. Uh, there was a few things that came out that that week. I actually I actually saw this. Three weeks after it came out, which is a which is I don't really go back and see. Well, I actually go see a movie almost a month after it already came out. Either I miss it, you know, I, I don't I see it immediately or or I miss it. But this but, is one that you 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 had to see. I know I wanted to see this, and then there was nothing out really. And I remember like you if saw you didn't it. see this movie, you would get kicked off the show, and I would do the show by myself. I don't want. Hey that Tim, to would you pass the popcorn? Yes, I will. Mm, do Do you agree with what I say? I agree with everything you say, Tim. So that so there would be two rapists on the show. Okay, oh, <laughs> <laughs> each other. Ooh, uh, ooh, pass popcorn. Yes, I will take it. Ooh, I'm taking it. You're taking mine. Yeah, I'm taking you. And then, uh, we're all taking each other. <laughs> we're all taking each other. <laughs> all right, Bridges Spies, brought to you by. <laughs>
Take it easy. Oh, James Bond again. Spectre, Spectre. You know, I was watching Quantum of Solace. That movie still sucks. Agreed. That movie's shit. <laughs> You've been selected for a mission which you are not to discuss with anyone outside of this room. What is this? You're pretty surprised. Oh, I thought this was still an Amazon ad. I'm like, what is this? Not for the moment involved men no. arms. It involves information. Something important has come up. We've got a Soviet spy. But there's a wrinkle. They got our spy pilot. With a head full of classified information. The Russians want their man back before he cracks. We want you to negotiate the swap. I'm an insurance lawyer. I'm not sure I want to pick that up. Are you good at what you do? This will be a first for the both of us. You should be careful. I'm talking to you about the security of your country. Why aren't we hanging him? He's the spy! You're asking me to violate the Constitution. Do you know how people will look at us? The family of a man trying to free a traitor? Everyone deserves a defense. Every person matters. Where do they want this negotiation? East Berlin. If things go south, you can't rely on any help. Just tell me that you're not going to be in any danger. I don't even care if it's the truth. Give me something to hold on to. We need to have the conversation our governments can't. People in my country consider this an act of war. You can call it what you want. Let's be clear. Nobody is safe. We're in a battle for civilization. The Constitution is what makes us Americans. Shouldn't we show our enemies who we are? Things have started to fall apart. Is this your position or your government's? Is there any outcome here where I'm not either detained or shot? Do we need to worry about you? What's the move when you don't know what the game is? The next mistake our countries make could be the last one. I'm saying this. I am so glad that I made time. It's a long movie. I made time to go see this movie before it was gone from theaters. Yeah, it's still it's still out there. It's still it's still playing relatively strong at the time that we're recording this. Um, this is this movie is kind of a slow burn. I think it's one of those movies where word of mouth is getting people out to see it because it came out and I I just I just don't know what. What the fuck does it take to get people to go see a movie nowadays? Does it does it have to be uh, robots? It has to be a superhero, other? a sequel that people are dying for, or Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like like legitimately good movies with great stories like this one, done by I mean Steven Spielberg, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, that's that's what it says on the poster. <laughs> yeah, Spielberg, motherfuckers. It shows Spielberg <laughs> blowing shit up and. Tom Hanks, you know, running away from the explosion. I mean, you you have to be you, you have to know 
if it's Hanks and Spielberg, two things, and that, and written by Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers three, wrote, wrote the wrote the I have a feeling that they they may have possibly had planned on directing this. Maybe I don't know. Three things. This movie, you know, it has to be good. You know, it's going to be all talk. You know, it's going to be long as hell. But it doesn't seem long while you're watching it, and it's so fucking good. It's amazingly done. It's so well done. It's it's you. Why are you listening to this podcast and not going to see this movie? Yeah, why have you not seen this movie already, people? It it really is. It's it's a really great movie. Um, I I, I think I, I I saw it twice, and I think I told Chris I told you after I saw it that it didn't feel like a Spielberg movie. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. But when I went back and saw it a second time. I think the main reason I didn't feel like a Spielberg movie upon first viewing is because there was no John Williams score. Yeah, true. John Williams has done most of his movies. Um, it's already of them, yeah. Most oh, yeah. of the movies he's directed. I know he didn't do The Color Purple. Um, what? Uh I think he's done. I, th- I think I think he's done all of them except for this one, and the color purple. I think uh, maybe uh, or maybe everything since Jaws. I should say. So I didn't even I know. didn't even like note. I mean, I think you said it, and I didn't even like catch it or while I was watching it. Like to me, I just was just seeing Spielberg and seeing Hanks do what he does best. Yeah. Um. It, it's it, yeah. At first, it just didn't feel that way, but as I watched it. The second time, there there is a lot of take you know aside music aside. There is a lot of the Spielberg, uh, the, the stereotypical Spielberg stuff in here. So it is it is uh, very Spielbergy, but it's it just it just doesn't have the John Williams score. And it's a great movie. It's a fantastic. You're on the edge of your seat. You're on really, the edge I mean, of your seat. Um, my wife's theater, Kelly, is getting her theater redone, and now they have all they have these these new seats where you can like you can lay down in. You can literally <laughs> lay down perfectly flat, feet up, you know, pillow behind you, and and watch these movies. I'm like, oh shit, I want to conk out. But this movie, not once was I bored, you know, tossing and turning. I was really on on edge of my flat seat. <laughs> <laughs> Like watching this film, saying what's that? Like, I don't care about politics, which is sad in the real world at all. Yeah. I never, I don't follow anything like that. But watching this this movie and what he has to go through, and where he has to go, and and the and the exchange on the bridge, and I I had t- at the end I had tears over shit I probably didn't care about <laughs> when it was happening back then. Yeah. Um. I, it was just. It was. It's just crazy. It's just a good story. I mean. Well, the, the the closest I can I can um, compare this to in terms of like you know you kind of know how it ends like if you know history at all you sort of know how it ends if um so but to to still be on the edge of your seat like uh, Apollo thirteen is a great example I get it in a Tom Hanks movie yeah where you're watching it and you know they you know they get back right yeah but you're watching the movie and. There's a part of you that, that thinks maybe they don't come back. Maybe maybe they did die, and and this and somehow somehow I never heard the news. Uh, but just but it was just so. And, and Hanks, there's just the right amount of humor in this with yeah. uh, with him in the 
and the uh, the other FBI agents, like when he goes and he gets his breakfast at the Hilton and um, the, the all the just the, they're the little funny things that happen within it. Just just the right amount of humor to, to kind of ease that, what a serious movie it actually is. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's and even the um, Russian spy guy, I Mark love, Rylance was f- fucking amazing. I just want to hug guy. him in my arms because I just really enjoyed him. I I hope he gets a I hope he gets a nomination for for uh, best supporting actor because he is he's really good. Like like when he finds out that he could die, he's like he's like you don't seem at all concerned that you could die. He's like. Would it would it make a difference? And he said that I think three times in the movie. Yeah. Would it matter or something like that? Yeah. He would it matter? Would, it, would it matter if it did? Or yeah, could I? yeah. It was so. It's it's just it's it's a good like words can't just, you got to go see it. You have to if you seen, yeah. if you seen any Spielberg movies in your life, you know you'll like this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really good. It's I I I can't say. I can't say it's I can't say it's what it's it's one of Spielberg's best. No, it's not. I mean, it, no, but it, but it is it is one of his better non um, non spectacle movies. You know, he's got the big like the Indiana Jones and the Jurassic Parks, and then he's got the smaller movies like The Color Purple and Lincoln and this. Um, right. But I can't say it's I can't say it's one of his better movies overall because I you know Jurassic Park is up there. Right, but in terms of his smaller movies, it's it's uh, It's, top. You're right. It's up there in the top five of his smaller, lesser known films. Yes, yeah, Yeah, better than the Terminal people. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. God damn it, the Terminal. (laughs) Yeah, I remember. I was like, "Ooh, Spielberg and Hanks." That one, it didn't really work well. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um. How many, Tim? I want to hear this one. How many popcorns were British spies? I am given. Bridge of Spies four and a half. We we are. I'm giving. I have written down right here four and a quarter. <laughs> I don't know why to give it a four and a half, but I'm giving it four and a quarter. So com- combined, that's pretty darn good. It's not quite an instant classic, but it is no. a really really freaking good movie and and worthy of multiple viewings. There's because there's a lot of things going on in this. There's a lot of great characters. There's a, there's there's little nuances here and there. There's different things to pick up pick up on. There's things that sort of echo each other from beginning to end of the movie. Um, and and again, it's there's so much that happens that it is kind of nice to go back and see it again when you can sort of sit back and just sort of put all the pieces together again. Right. It's it's go go see it. Don't miss out like the guy almost did because I I felt if I would have missed a Spielberg movie, Hanks movie in theaters, I'm an ass. You know. <laughs> you are an ass. Um, Tim, tell me about the three that you saw, which I'm dying to hear this. What this next one is? All right. I'm actually I'm going to hold off on the one that you want me to hear. Wow. All right. And I'm going to tell you about two movies that came out this week. I saw. Our brand is Crisis. Which, you know what's weird is that, I once again, Kelly State is getting remodeled. She goes, yeah, all we're getting is a movie called something brand Crisis. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and I go to her, that's the Sandra Bullock movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. She had no idea that that's what it was called. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's I saw it. I mean, I like Sandra Bullock. I think she's she's good. I like Billy Bob Thornton. Um 
the, uh, there's a girl in there. Oh, shoot. What was... Uh, hold on. Let me bring it up. Our brand is crisis. There's one girl in there that I really like. Um, there's a bunch of... Scoot McNary, who I really like. He was in Killing Me Softly and a few other things. Anthony Mackie. Oh, uh, yeah. What you have is uh, F, by the way. You do? Zoe Kazan, who was in a movie, Ruby Sparks, that I really liked. Um, and she's in this. And, and I was like, I was like, ah, oh, she's, again, she's one of those ones that's like, I just think she's, I think she's cute. And uh, you see her in the, you see her in the trailer. She's the one that when um, uh, Sandra Bullock is like, she makes a speech and he goes, uh, find out if anybody speaks English. And she's the one that like says in Spanish, does anybody speak English? That's her. I like Zoe Kazan. She's cute. Uh, the movie itself, not that great. It was when it was over. I never need to see it again. I was parts of it. I was a little bored. Uh, Sandra Bullock was good in it, right? But that's eh, that's about it. The rest of it was sort of by the numbers. Um, but uh, so I, if I had to give this a rating, I'd give it one and three quarter. Wow, so they, I, th- I thought it looked pretty good, but and I like her a lot, but I just you know I, I missed this one. The the poster for it makes it look like it's. Like it's a cop movie. Like like everything is blue and purple, and it looks like she's wearing like an FBI badge. And the way that they have the lines on the side makes it look like she's crossing a, a caution tape line. So they, I, I think they they by looking at the poster, they want you to make it make you think that it's a cop movie. I don't know. Huh. It's well, really weird. Have you heard the news that they they're going to redo Ocean's Eleven with a female cast, and she's going to be George Clooney's part, the role, like the, the, the lead. That's dumb. I That's I, dumb. I like. I mean, I'll see it. I'll see right. it. But why, like, why, why do they need to remake a remake already? It's like Ocean's Eleven's only what like but, twelve but this, years old. But this this one involves all vaginas, though, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the one you saw today? Actually, and, uh, I saw a movie tr- called Truth, which I I knew what it was about. It it had to do. And you would be bored out of your mind watching this movie. I I told you. You told me this. You called me uh, later tonight. I said I drove by a movie theater at the county theater in Doylestown. Had this poster hanging up outside. I was bored driving by. You fell, you fell asleep. I Ooh. fell asleep. Someone hung. I said, "Oh, the poster put me to sleep." So but it's. It, I mean, watching the movie. Uh, I I I remember when this stuff happened back in when uh, Bush during the the, the two thousand four election. I remember there was a thing on 60 Minutes about they did a whole thing about his service, his National Guard service record. And then there was all this stuff going back and forth about, you know, the legitimacy of the documents used. And now, by the way, I don't care what this is to our listeners. (laughs) I don't care what your politics are. So. Whatever you want, if you're a Bush supporter or if you voted for John Kerry, I don't. Care. I know, I know, I support Bush. <laughs> but this was this this was a movie where they sort of show how they take an important story and people from one party decide to take try to try to destroy the legitimacy of the story by taking focus off what the story is about. And focusing on certain aspects that may or may not be relative, uh, and basically destroying the career, forcing Dan Rather to to exit 
60 minutes, yeah. getting people fired, you know, this whole thing over. And, and, and this was written from the perspective, this was written based on a book written from the perspective of the news producer. So a lot of injustices and, and how like the White House and Viacom and that sort of stuff all came together to fuck people over, basically. Um, I went into the movie thinking it was going to be boring, and the first half of it really was kind of dull. The actual setup of the of the story itself of the of the the, the um, news story was a little dull but when the shit hit the fan the movie was running on all cylinders and again this is one of those movies that you don't see a whole lot of because people want to see robots punching each other so these these movies that are more character and story based don't don't get seen as much but I I, I thought it was I thought it was quite good once it once it got rolling. Um, if you're one of those people that's sort of interested in kind of government sort of things and the news and, and just how the inner workings of how basically how we're all getting fucked over behind the scenes anyway, and we don't even know it. Um, this is, this is a movie for you guys. It's called just, it's just called truth. It has Kate Blanchett, Robert Redford played Dan rather Topher Grace is in it. And, uh, it's Stacy Keach. They have a butthole. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Oh, yeah, I'm Stacy. And now I make him sound like Macho Man Randy Stavik. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Macho Man. I'm Macho Man Stacy Keach. Buy into a Slim Jim. Stacy Keach. I can't do the Stacy Keach thing anymore. Now I'm thinking just Macho Man Randy Savage. But, yeah, Stacy Keach is in it and Bruce Greenwood. And a, lot of, a lot of really, really cool actors. Durban Mulroney. Um, so, it's uh, if you like that stuff, see it. If it's not your thing. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. It's never going to find its way to you. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I have, I had to give it a rating. I'd give it a, a two and three quarter. Oh shit. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, yes. Do tell Tim. I saw a movie that I only saw it because just out of just morbid curiosity. It was supposedly, one of the worst openings of 2015. I think two movies in the history of movies that had the worst opening ever open up the same weekend in 2015. What was the other one? Bill Murray. Oh, which I had, I didn't see Rock the Cast, but I me forgot neither. about that yeah, one. And neither. now that's that's already pretty much gone from theaters. I think so. Yes. Um, but I saw Gem in the Holograms. So fuck <laughs> you, people. <laughs> I was the only one in, in the damn theater. And it's not as bad as you would think. <laughs> I think you went in there thinking this is going to be a pile of steaming shit. Um, I, as a kid, I did watch Gem. I was not. I won't say I was a fan of the show, but I did watch it. Um, I even met the voice of uh, of of Gem, Samantha Newark. She lives here in Nashville. I have met her. Um. And I've seen Aubrey Peoples. I've actually seen her perform, uh, not as Jem, but you know where I work. I work at a music venue, and I've seen her perform live. I've seen her in person. Okay. Um, this this movie is like for for a lot of people who are fans of the cartoon, which I guess there are fans out there. I, I don't know why it's not, it wasn't that great of a cartoon. I've never watched. I think the cartoon too. But they're saying that this movie is like basically shit on the entire legacy of Gem. And the trailer really doesn't show a whole lot. There are certain uh, 
there are certain aspects that um, of the cartoon that do make their way into the movie, but overall, it's there's it's very there's not a whole lot that there's not a whole lot that uh, that that they, that go that are parallel. Other how than much, she's a rock singer, that's that they don't know her. Her it's a mystery as to who she is. How much legacy does Jem have? <laughs> she's an '80s cartoon, so uh, and I'm a huge and '80s guess, fan. I mean, me, I love the '80s, but I never just yeah, but and Jem. The, I guess Jem would have been on after she would have. That would have been on a, maybe a little. You were a little too old to be watching Jem and the Holograms, the cartoon. Well, maybe I, I maybe I did watch it after high school, and I'm not telling anybody. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I watched it, and and, and you know, there for this movie, and it's it's really even hard to describe because the movie just wasn't wasn't great, wasn't wasn't good, I should say. But this, there were a couple songs in it that were fucking awesome. There was one song, um, "Young Blood," which is a catchy ass song. Um, but the, she had this mission, I guess, that she didn't know she had, and there were a lot of like coincidences, like impossible coincidences, like one in ten billion chances that this particular situation would happen for her to get to get these things to to complete her mission was to build this little robot that her father, who had died, had made for her, and it was like they were playing their first show after they got signed and the power goes out and she looks up on the wall and sees a guitar and she's like, I think that's my dad's guitar. And she pulls the guitar off of the wall and it's it's in perfect tune and they open up the back and there's the next piece to the robot. It's like, how the, when her dad put this all together, at what point did he think to himself, my daughter is going to become a famous rock star and she's going to play in this venue and the power is going to go out and she's going to need an acoustic guitar and she's going to pull this one off the wall and then she'll find the piece to the robot. I saw this trailer and I saw the whole father and daughter and, and he dies or something and he makes something. I was like, huh. Like, I, I did it. If this would have came out, maybe, you know, if, if Kelsey would have got it, I probably would have saw it. <laughs> It it there were some parts in it. I did I did get a little like frog in my throat watching the scene when she does finally get the robot all put together and the and the hologram of her dad comes up and starts telling her the story of what he you know I'm proud of you even though I'm dead um, that kind of stuff. Um, but the, like the whole everything I wanted out of the movie, I wanted to see the misfits and that kind of stuff. You didn't get and. I remember, it, uh, I remember you. You called me and said, "You know what pissed me off is this movie didn't have the misfits." Well, and and what what happened is is like as the credits are going, there's like a mid credit sequence where they show the misfits, and it's 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 fucking funny because they drive up and the misfits. It's like you they're they're in an alleyway, a dark alleyway, and. And they're doing graffiti. So you'd think that they're just a bunch of like prostitutes. Like, what are these chicks doing here dressed like this, standing in an alleyway just by themselves, unless they're just there to suck and fuck? (laughs) (laughs) SNF. And, you know, and and the and the Kesha plays the main 
misfit. You know Kesha, yeah, the singer. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the the Asian girl from um, Pitch Perfect, the one that's like, I put pennies in my mouth. Yeah, here. All okay. my teeth are from dead people. <laughs> and she was one of them. And then there was a third one. I don't remember who the third one was. But at that point, it, it was like, oh, my God, this is this is what I wanted out of the movie. I wanted hot punk chicks dressed in lace and leather be doing stupid stuff. And they show it to us at the end of a flop movie. And we're never going to see this movie in its entirety. We're never going to see the movie, the sequel to this the way that it should have been. And that that's what pissed me off the most is we had to sit through this, this for, for, for those gem fans out there abomination with the hope that we would get the sequel. That's never going to come. Right. You sound so upset with this movie. I, I, I'm upset because I would have, I really would have liked to have seen a gem versus the misfits movie where the with, with Kesha and and her and her punks and her sexy hot slutty punks, you know, fighting. I, that's what I wanted to see, and I didn't get it. I'm sorry, Tim. Yeah, I didn't great. get. It. If I have to give this a rating, I give it one. One. It gets one. That, that's but actually- that, that song. That song, Young Bloods, a catchy song. And to see Kesha, I thought. I think Kesha's. I mean. I think she's. You know, I think she's bi. I think. I think she. I, I. I. It sort of seemed like she. It sort of seemed like she gained a little weight. What? But I, I don't want. I don't want it to sound like. Oh, she's a fatty. But I think she gained a little weight, so she just sort of seemed wider. Fatty Bubaletti. And she, and and she couldn't act for the for the life of her. Like the the scene. The scene was the 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 misfit scene at the end was really long and really awkward, and it was just kind of like. Wow, that's bad. But I, I would rather have seen an entire movie of that than to had to have sit, sat through the one that we got. So anyway, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you gonna see this movie? No, probably not. I am not gonna waste half an hour drive to a theater to go see it. <laughs> probably not. But I did waste a half an hour to go see this movie. Okay. That, that I saw that no Regals, I don't think anywhere on Fandango or Flickster or whatever were showing this movie. I, I don't. Know I why. don't recall seeing this movie playing anywhere around me. I don't. I don't recall ever seeing this playing Nashville. It was. It's for the past couple of months. It's been playing on, you know, some movie, some uh, trailers, but it's only fifteen or thirty seconds long. There's like a little thing before the movie and after the movie, they put in another little thirty second little piece of the uh, movie. It's it's kind of weird. Oh, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking here at 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 where this scout's guide to this movie you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> scout's guide to the zombie apocalypse. Correct. It is it is playing at two theaters in the general region of where I live. One, none of them are playing in Nashville. One is playing in Gallatin, Tennessee, which is about 25 miles north of Nashville. And one is playing in Murfreesboro, which is about 25 miles south of Nashville. But it is not playing at any of the Nashville theaters. And it's not playing at any main main chain. NCG is a small chain. And the Premier Six is a, is, a, is an independently owned theater. Tanya, you, you should go check it out if you're bored. 
If, if you already maybe, saw, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. If you already saw, if if you if you want to see it tomorrow, I can wait. If you want to wait, no, no. <laughs> okay. no, you can talk about it because I probably won't see it tomorrow. But you never know; I might. Um, I saw this movie because I saw I saw it's it's rated R. It's it's rated R. Uh, uh, a lot of sexuality, a lot of nudity, a lot of shit going on. I said, I gotta see this movie. It's did about zombies. I did not actually. No, um, I saw it by myself. Maybe five other more people were in there with me. It's just a stupid town movie. There's zombies. There's a little bit of an outbreak, and then a deer gets it, and then, then there's a deer zombie, and there's cat zombies, and there's people zombies. It's stupid as hell, yeah. right? Three Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, you know, they, they're all best friends, and it's happening, and then they, they're all nerds, and they get, like, they make their own weapons, like a, a wee whacker, a man of knives, and some kind of gun, air gun, that shoots like like pool balls through zombies' heads. It's stupid as hell. However, there's two scenes that one scene I still laugh at when I think about it. I'll tell you that next. After this scene is they're running down out of a fenced-in area and this girl with massive breasts. <laughs> I'm sorry, this, this zombie girl with massive breasts is chasing them, gets caught in the fence where her shirt rips off <laughs> all right and you see these massive melons they're all zombiness there's like all veins going all through them but they're 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 fantastic if it's if this this is uh, this isn't the halston sage girl Who, no not the one on the poster the one on the poster you, you never see naked so no the, no halston sage she was in goosebumps she, she was the one that kept calling him chump uh, oh, yeah. And she was in. She was also. In, she was. She was also in Paper Towns and in Neighbors. Who? <laughs> she was the hot blonde chick in. Um, no, 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 no. That ain't her. No, no. That, that's that's the girl who he has the hots for, and finally at the end, he he saved her. No, I don't even yeah. know who it, it's, it's. It's it's a great it's a great pair of tits. All right. right <laughs> Regardless, they are fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful tits. But what's funny is that when she gets caught in the fence. It's slow motion where they're just going back and forth, and the kids are like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and they're slow motion, and he, had, of course, he's a zombie. He has to go over and give them a quick few squeezes, squeezy, squeezy, squeezy. and then they run away, which was funny. I went, "Ha ha!" That's not the part. There's another part later on in the movie. They're in some girl's bedroom trying to get a diary to find out where this party is and whatnot. Zombies are outside in the yard and outside and outside in the hallway, banging on the door. They're 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 the breaking in. Outside is this big ass trampoline. So they all have to they jump out the window, bounce off the trampoline over the fence, away from the zombies. Okay, sounds easy. So then they all doing it. Wee wee. They're all getting away. The zombies come in the bedroom, and the last kid tries to run out and jump, but he misses something, and he quick leans in and just tries to grab something <laughs> to hold on to so he doesn't fall in the zombie pit, okay? Uh-huh. The old zombie is right on the window, and the guy, the kid grabs is the old zombie's dick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 zombie cock. Recipe for comedy right there. It's, 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 it's zombie cock. So as he's holding on, it's stretching and beginning to rip and tear. <laughs> Because it's his zombie dick, you know, like most zombies dicks do, yeah. they, they they fall apart. But um, as he did it, it's tearing, it's super long, 
super like like you know it's ripping it's ripping and then he falls into trampoline and he throws the the zombie dick up in the air and of course where do you think this lands do you know Tim or no it lands, you tell me? it lands in someone else's mouth uh, well okay all right well that's, that's where whenever you tear a dick off a zombie it usually will end up in someone's mouth that's that's rule that's rule 101 it's it's, it's yeah. right the top it's I, I I laughed at that for like ten minutes after because I just thought it was just funny. I mean, it's a stupid twelve-year-old movie that yes, I'm forty-two and I, I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. I did have a good time. I'm giving. If you had to give it a rating, yeah, I'm giving it. I'm barely giving it like a. Oh shit, I'm tormented. I'm giving it like one and one point nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a two. But the boobs was nice to see, and the dick was. Everyone likes boobs. The zombie dick was funny. It's stupid. I well, could saw, you could you pump it up to two now that you with since Patrick Schwarzenegger's in it. I'm giving it a two now. Yes, two. So I will give it two for for Schwarzenegger boob and dick. Who was Patrick Schwarzenegger in Benchwarmers? Did that baseball movie with them? Um, yeah, with Schneider. He was in he was in Benchwarmers and Grown Ups. Who was he in that? It's been a while since I seen. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a while since I seen seen that one. But it's a stupid movie, and I saw it, and that's all I have to say because it's just it's what I do. I see. That's all I have to say about oh, that. About that, Jenny. Jenny. But um. Well, that's so about you, it. I probably would probably uh, give it a higher rating than Gem, maybe, just based on. Seriously, if you're really don't go out of your way, like don't wake up to go see it. If you're out and about and you say, "Hey, there's a theater playing this. What time to start?" Oh my god, right now, go see it. Uh, yeah. I see, the thing is, if I see it tomorrow at the, at the premiere six, I have to pay like six or seven bucks. I don't really. It's want not it. worth. Yes, yeah, don't 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 do it then. Um, what do we got? Let's, let's see. We got what's what's coming out soon. Oh, uh, Spectre, 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 and Peanuts come out Friday. And then, so hopefully, we'll we'll hopefully. I think Spectre is one of those movies that I think we need to do. We need to do it on its own. It depends on on if it's if it's Skyfall. Yes. If it's Quantum of Solace, no. <laughs> yeah, I have a. I, I'm I'm wondering how it's going to be because. Oh shit! Well, Tim, why haven't you? Well, or uh, my reason is because Kelsey Theater didn't get it. How about Burnt? Do you care about that movie? Uh, I haven't seen it. Um, if I'm able to see a viewing of it, I will. But uh, it's that's one of those movies that I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I could go either way with it. I agree. I agree. I'm more interested in seeing Spectre and Peanuts than I am yeah. in that. And then actually coming yeah, in, the, in the next few weeks, there there are there are a few few cool movies like that. The thirty three, yeah, the, the Chilean miners, Antonio, which they show the entire movie in the trailer. Yep, done. It's like the, the whole the, the whole trailer is is them going. I want I want to go down there, and then they go down, and then it collapses, and then everybody complains, and then they bring drills in. And then you see them drill through, and light gets in, and you see that they're yay, we've been saved. The whole trailer shows you the entire fucking movie. I you you I'm, I'm looking here. It's 120 minutes. They they showed you that entire movie in two minutes. 
you know what, what happens by watching that damn trailer. After Bond, you if you know me, there's a bunch of films coming out, yes. What do you think the next film for me where I am just on the edge of my seat waiting for? Let's see. We got By the Sea, which I don't think you care about, the Angelina and Brad Pitt one. Well, I'll probably see it because of Kelly. She loves Brad Pitt. Yeah. Keep You're going to see my all-American, the football movie, because even though you don't care about football, I, you're gonna, you're gonna, you, you Aaron Eckhart, and it's, I, it's you're gonna see it. I never even saw a trail over that one yet, so no. Hunger Games, I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the night before. Mm-hmm. Secret in their eyes, I'm looking forward to. Legend, I'm looking forward to. Jeez, there's a lot of Carol. I'm looking forward to the Good Dinosaur. I'm looking forward to some movie about a black boxer. I don't care about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What was that? About a black boxer. It's called <laughs> Black Box in the movie. <laughs> well, well, you got it. That's the one that I am just. Is this, is this the one with the Star Wars character Bead that I? <laughs> yeah, Bead. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Did you see? I put that up, and I was like, not funny. And people were like. Yeah, Tim, this isn't funny at all. This is actually Tim, I have seen Creed, and if something happens to Rocky Balboa in this movie, I, I can't podcast until, until I, I go get looked at and checked out, because I'm going to be a mess. When does this come out? This comes out... Uh, 25th. Yep, I'll be seeing that. That, Victor Frankenstein, and The Good Dinosaur come out, which I want to see them all. Creed first. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. There's two Pixar movies in one year. Yeah, and that, that, could, a Pixar movie. that looks yeah. pretty good too. I think I, I it think does. It fun. does. I am I am looking forward to Creed, and I, as as I've said to you, um, next time I come up north, you and I we, we're gonna we're gonna go to uh, Adrian's, and, I, and, I, I'll and be have, there having a, having a nice Italian dinner at Adrian's. I want to go there. I want to, and after that, I want to go to the statue, and I'm going to cry a little bit. <laughs> Well, actually, that that day, whenever whenever we whenever we decide to go, we'll uh, we'll make our reservations and we'll go up early and we'll go we'll go find mix mix uh, mix Jim mix Jim and oh we'll go my find god the bar that is in Rocky and we'll go run up the steps. Oh my god, Tim! And then we'll go eat at Adrian's. Tim, stop it! I mean that that's a you know what what that's called a date. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, all right. Well, go to eat, eat at Adrian's. Well, I guess that's I don't. I, I forget. I forget what Adrian's is called. Uh, oh, hey, we, hey. By the way, oh wait, I, Tim. I think it's called Adrian's. To be honest, I think it is. No, it, it's called something else. It's it, they have they have like singing waiters and uh, it's it's called it's called something different. What in do, real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like in the movie. No, I mean, in the movie it's called Adrian's. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. In okay. real life, the. The Italian restaurant that that they use for Rocky's restaurant it's, is it's called Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got an animatronic re- Adrian <laughs> Rocky 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 Win Rock Win Rock You can do it Rock Win Rock. And then, then a hairy uh, Apollo Creed comes out and is starts dancing Living in America. Did you say? Did you say a? Did you say a hairy? A hairy animatronic Apollo Creed comes what is out. He He's not that hairy. He's all smooth. I don't know. The, well, they'll, they'll make it into Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, so it's it's, it's all made out of felt. Okay. We do have uh, we have a, uh, a a new review on iTunes. Yes, one review. Please read it, Tim. Yes, and uh, so by the way, if you listen, please, 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 
please. Go to iTunes. Even if you don't get your reviews for iTunes, um, you can leave us a review. If you want to send us a message through Facebook, that's also a good way. If, if, if you don't want to, if you don't want to send it, if you don't want to post it as a public thing, if you just want to send us a message and we'll read it on, we'll read it on the, on the podcast. Cause uh, we, we like, we like hearing from people because Chris and I are under the impression that we don't have any listeners. We've had like on Facebook, we've, we've had been at like 200 fans for like a year. <laughs> our, uh, our Facebook fans have not gone up at all. So, but if you hear this and if you if you if you want to send us a message to read on the air, you can you can either leave a review on iTunes or on Facebook. You can send us a message. I know I've said I was going to set up a Twitter feed, but I'm I'm lazy and I haven't done it. Uh, maybe if you had we had that, then we would. Yeah, apparently Twitter's Twitter's the big thing. So, but no. So anyway, here's here's our here's our uh, review. This is by Rustic Dove. You know what's weird is I I read that I thought I thought I said real quick I thought I said rust dick love rustic love but it, but it doesn't <laughs> rustic love it's it's called when the lights go down in the city it says when the lights go down you might hear someone ask fast the popcorn don't be afraid because it's one of the two hosts of my favorite current movie podcasts. Heard these guys on the shows from their website and follow them to pass the popcorn and love every minute of it. Ba-da-da, love them every minute of it. <laughs> so thank you, Rustic Dove, yes. wherever you may be. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, and and as I said, it, if uh, even if you've left a review in the past and you want to send us another message, let us know how we're doing. Uh, just don't call my pass the popcorn voice rapey. <laughs> uh, but whoever said that, you know, I think he said he said he can't listen beyond that. So he's only heard the first thirty seconds of the show. So yeah, so he yeah. don't know. He don't know how good, how much gold we have behind that. Yeah, you gold know? on this show. The show's all gold. So all right. Well, I mean, that's, that's well, it. that's about it, Tim. So guess what? I'm going to ask you right now. Uh, are you going to ask me to run a mile in seven minutes and pass the popcorn? Wait, you're supposed to ask. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tim. Yes. Pass the popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, the popping sound. Yep. As one corn popped. Man, we we did a lot tonight, Tim. From 7 to like 9.41 here, it says. All right, I'm going to hit stop, Tim. I'm going to hit stop as well. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. The Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.